Recorded in the studios at Mad Sky and Associates at 125 West Sunbridge Drive in Fayetteville. Produced by Brian Dean, it is time for the fastest hour in high school sports. This is the Ox and Oz Show. And now, here's your host, Mr. Jeff Oxford and Coach Randy Osnes. Alright everybody, I want to welcome you to the Ox and Oz Show. I'm Jeff Oxford. I'm joined with my good buddy, Coach Randy Osnes, and the, over there pushing all the buttons, standing in the corner. Got his back to us today. I don't know what's up with that. But the engineer, cookies. the engineer Brian Dean. Coach, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Jeff? Coach, man, it's a great day, dude. It is a great day. It's been a really nice day. It's just rained all day. It's foggy. It's miserable outside. It's been a great day. Why, why are you always why so has it been a great man? day for you today? Why are you always so negative? I'm not. I had a great practice today. We had a great time, good time, and now I'm getting to hang out with you guys. And we've got some great guests coming on tonight. Jared Morrison, uh, Rick Fires, Nico West. Uh, I mean, we uh, we've got a, a big bunch this week, and then next week we're going to do a softball baseball preview. Where we're bringing on uh, Anthony Cantrell from Bentonville West, uh, Mitch Cameron, the baseball coach from Prairie Grove High School, who was at Rogers Heritage the last few years, uh, coming back after he'd been at Prairie Grove for quite a while. Just you know, did a phenomenal job while he was there, and produced a couple major league baseball pitchers while he was there. So yeah, a couple of good weeks. This week's going to be a good show. Next week's going to be a great show. So explain to us why you had such a great day. What was good about today? Hey, coach, it's a great day. It's a great day because you know here. I thought football was over. I flipped through the channels this weekend. There was that XFL. Oh, that's awesome. So you know what I come to? What's that? Football's over, coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, hey, no, you're getting into r- real quick. This, this is a great time of year, man. I mean, of course, I don't want to discard football because you know how much I love football. But you're getting into the final, the stretch around of basketball. Matter of fact, in junior high, coach, I think you're already in district tournaments. Let's start in district tournaments today. So, so uh, you're getting you're getting toward the end of, of basketball season. Baseball and softball is getting ready to crank up. Um, you know, I think when we talk to Jared later on, he's going to talk about esports. The spring league's getting ready to start in that. So, there's a lot of things going on at the high school level. I'm ready for the sun to come out. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so negative, coach. So negative. Negative about the weather, there's no doubt. Boys, it's rained. We may as well live in Seattle. That's what it seems like to me. Here we go. You see that? You're all the way across the room you saw that, didn't you? Sure did. In between cookies. In between cookies. Gosh, I wish you'd share. Coach, anything you want to hit on in basketball? Well, you know, I think the the standings pretty much have been the same. I think there's a lot of this week in high school. There, there's two dates that you know uh, things could change going into the, the conference tournaments uh, the following week, and then of course regional. And unless you're in 5A and 6A, then you go right into state. Uh, you know, great basketball happening right now, and, and it, locally, uh, there's going to be some really good games. Uh, Farmington girls uh, have Harrison. Friday night. That's right. Uh, you know they're twenty-three and one up there at Harrison. I mean, we can almost match that here at Farmington. Uh, gonna be a great ball game. And, and we had the opportunity to talk to some folks that talked about you know Harrison girls, and we've we've mentioned many times uh, the talent level that, that we have here at Farmington. Uh, the boys are doing a great job. Fevel High, you know, playing pretty decent. And uh, you know we Harbor, I think had a pretty good game the other night. So I mean a lot of things going on. Benville girls. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I had the opportunity to, to watch them firsthand. Uh, really, really impressive. Of course, uh, Coach Allmeyer, former college uh, college buddy of mine, uh, doing a great job over there. It's uh, like you said, Friday night for Farmington Harrison. That that'll be the game of the week in the 4A. Um, boys, hey, 7A or six? Excuse me, 6A. I don't know why they don't have 7A in basketball. But 6A, Coach. Coming down the next couple of weeks, going to be some really good ball games. You know, that conference isn't decided yet, Coach. The same way in the 4A, whoever wins between Farmington and Harrison, that's that's going to be your conference champion, the number one seed going in district tournament. So You know, Rogers is, is just tearing it up. You know, Rogers boys. And, uh, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to see them. I don't know if you guys have or not. But uh, every time you pick up a newspaper, you know, yeah. they're, they're winning by six, they're winning by eight, whatever it may be. Just uh, from what I hear, fundamentally sound, uh, play the game the right way, whatever that may be. Uh, but they get the job done. Coach, anything else on basketball? I tell you what, just you know, like I said, this this week's going to determine a lot. A lot of seeds going into tournaments. Well, I tell you what, let's uh, let's let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get into our first guest, and uh, uh, we'll 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 see what we got going on. Sounds sounds great. And we'll be right back with the Oxford Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. 
you can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high-quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. Everyone knows that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so if you're in need of a jump start to your day, swing on by Bradley's Donuts at 56 Yukon Way, Suite Number 6 in Farmington. Bradley's is open Monday through Thursday from 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. and Friday through Sunday from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. At Bradley's, we have all that you can want from donuts, kolaches, breakfast sandwiches and burritos to coffee, smoothies, sodas, and much more. Swing on by Bradley's Donuts for your breakfast or midday snack needs and let them know that the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Hey everybody, I want to welcome everybody back. Jeff Oxford, Coach Randy Oz's coach. Guess who got on the line now? Who do you have tonight? This is one of my good buddies, man. This, this dude, he grew up in Farmington, and he, he knows everything about everything about technology. Oh, there you go. It's Jared Morrison. Awesome. Yeah, I've had the opportunity to, uh, to work with him for many, many years, and had the opportunity to coach him back uh Back in the day, before he went on and became Arkansas Razorback. Boy, you earned your money coaching him, didn't you? <laughs> Jared, how you? Yeah, it was. Jared, how you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, Jared, why don't you tell us, uh, give us an update on on this, uh, what we call it, Coach? All the esports. Yes, the What's e-sports. going on? Give us some dates as far as uh, state championship, what's been going on in the meantime, uh, and how we're doing at Farmington and, and some of the other schools. Sure, sure. So uh, eSports just kicked off last week, the spring season. Um, uh, last week was our first week of actual, it was matches, but they were just practice matches. You know, since eSports relies so much on equipment, um, they kind of give us two weeks just to make sure everything's working right. So we have two weeks worth of practice matches that don't count towards anything as far as the, <clears throat> the final rankings go. And so uh, we had a first round of matches uh, last week. Uh, Tuesdays is um, League of Legends, and then Thursdays is Rocket League. And so it went pretty good and pretty smooth as, as far as we could tell. Um, we ended up not getting to play our League of Legends match because uh, we were scheduled to play Cotter, and uh, they had a, a bout of the flu, and they had three of their kids out. So uh, we ended up not playing that one. We played, um, who did we play? Rivercrest on Thursday in uh, Rocket League. Everything went good. Um, they ended up beating us. Those are, those are best out of five matches. They beat us 3-2 uh, to two there. And then... Um, the schedule, as far as that goes, is we got this week, or last week was week one of preseason. Next week is week two of preseason. And then um, next week, you know, not this week, but next week, um, on the, the 18th, we'll start the regular season of Rock of League of Legends. And then on the 20th, you'll start the week one of the regular season of uh, Rocket League. And it goes for 11 weeks. So it goes all the way to the end of April. That last week of April, um, first week of May, is when um, – the uh, regular season is over, and then right there, first week of May, they'll start up with uh, the state tournaments. And uh, it's, it's usually best of uh, they take the top 32 teams, and so uh, they'll play two matches a week, and so they'll whittle it down pretty quick and uh, hopefully have a state championship uh, that last week of school. Now, is there, a, is there a fall league also or just a spring league? There is a fall league as well. Uh, Farmington doesn't participate in the fall league, just mainly because I coach football. 
Um, but yes, there is a fall league and a spring league. Uh, they wrapped up that fall league. Um, it actually wraps up in in January. Um, and I wish I could tell you who the state championships were, who the state champions were. Um, but I, I, I'll be honest, I'm I'm falling behind here, and I didn't do very well in my research, and I'm not sure who won. I believe on the six A level that it was Fort Smith Northside. They faced off against Van Buren. If my memory serves me correct, I remember hearing about it on the news. Oh, well, it's uh, there is no classification, so that would have been it. It would have been yes, and it, that sounded right. I know Van Buren is is really good, especially League of Legends, and so that makes sense. It would enforcement Northside and League of Legends. Right, Jared. I know another another cool thing that I that I saw, and you know, we were talking last time that you were on the show um, that you know how big esports has gotten got, is getting, and then uh, Van Buren just actually had a. Uh, Participants on a four-year full-ride scholarship to go to a major university for esports. I did see that. Yeah, and you know, and that's that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize is there's college scholarships out there for esports. You know, just like there's college scholarships for uh, the fishing team. You know, if you want to be, if you if you have a, if you're a good fisherman and you can fish for college, they have scholarships for that. They have scholarships for judging. If you want to judge poultry or livestock, you know, there's all sorts of different activities you can do and get scholarships. And esports is definitely one of those. Well, Jared, so Tuesday night, League of Legends, what night's Rocket League? Rocket League's on Thursdays. Rocket so Tuesdays League. and Thursdays. And then there's another game called Smite, which we don't participate in, and that's also on Thursdays as well. Well, that's the one that I'm an expert in. That's one. If you'd be doing that, I'd come up there. <laughs> well, we need to lie, get you lie, in and let you start up a team. Yeah, yeah no, I ain't going to do that. Team. No, I don't want We did say we were going to go up there and try to play one hey, night. We, I've been practicing Rocket League now. Hey, Rocket League's fun. I yeah. played with the kids uh, last Thursday. After yeah. their match was over, we, we had a little two-on-two, -two and I'm awful. I'm horrible at Rocket League, <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> Coach, you got anything else? No, I just appreciate you coming on and getting us caught up on what all's going on. And, uh, you know, we, we look forward to hearing about it. We'll probably get back with you probably another four or five weeks and see how things are going. Sounds great. And, and, and Jared, I'm probably going to sneak in. I know Coach Alden is getting ready to get all – wrapped up in softball but i'm probably gonna sneak in one night and catch a little bit of this so yeah well hey you know tomorrow night we'll be playing right there before it's senior night you know in farmington for basketball so um we'll, we'll be wrapping up usually league of legends wraps up around around five o'clock so uh if you get by there before the game starts and, and swing into the high school library and come watch all right all right thanks Thanks, Jared. I appreciate that. Coach, anything else? Hey, thanks a lot, Jared. Brian Dean? Yep. Thank you, Coach sir. Morrison, appreciate you, man. No problem. All right, dude. Have a good one. And we'll be right back with the Oxford Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Everyone knows that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So if you're in need of a jump start to your day, swing on by Bradley's Donuts at 56 Yukon Way, suite number six in Farmington. Bradley's is open Monday through Thursday from 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. and Friday through Sunday from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. At Bradley's, we have all that you can want from donuts, kolaches, breakfast sandwiches and burritos, to coffee, smoothies, sodas, and much more. Swing on by Bradley's Donuts for your breakfast or midday snack needs and let them know that the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct to garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. 
print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, everybody, I want to welcome everybody back. I'm Jeff Oxford, once again, joined by my good buddy, Coach Osnes. Coach, who you got on the line now? Well, we've got Nico West. Nico, thanks again for coming back and talking to us about wrestling. I know you guys are running thick of things, getting ready to go postseason. Uh, man, thanks so much for coming on tonight. You bet. You bet. I'm excited. Well, did you got what, conference this week? We do have we have conference this week. It's going to be held at Bentonville West on uh, Saturday. Wrestling starts up at nine thirty in the morning. Nine thirty, boys. Now let me ask you. You know, we we had the opportunity to come over to your school. We watched you host uh, Fayetteville, and then at the other end you had Springdale and Van Buren, and then you had the little guys back behind you on two mats. Gosh, that was, I mean, for, for three guys that were actually two of us that hadn't been around wrestling much, that, that was really awesome. And we walked right in and saw two young ladies wrestling. My goodness, Nico, those, those girls can go. And yes, g- girls, in, in my opinion, are probably more aggressive and more vicious than, than, than most guys. Boys, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we thought because we walked right in to a Springdale Van Buren match. We sat right there on the front row and it's like, I mean, Oxford and I had to get up and go to the top. We were afraid they are going to come over and pull us out of the first row. <laughs> no, you guys do a great job. That's a great setup. So you go to Bentonville West this week. Uh, tell us about some of the teams in your uh, in your conference and your classification and what's, you know, who's actually on top and, and what's going on, girls and boys, if you don't mind. Um, in, in, our, in our conference over here on the, on the West, um, Bentonville's, Bentonville's probably the, the, well, I wouldn't say probably, they're the number one team right now to beat, um, and, and that's in, in the state, not just on our side, that's in the state. They're, uh, they've, got, they've got a full lineup um, of guys that, that can just go from 106 all the way up to heavyweight, um, and, and just a prime example of that, they... Uh, at dual state, they won dual state this past weekend, and um, they beat Cabot in the finals. They were losing seventeen to nine, and then I think the final score ended up being fifty four seventeen. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah, Cabot never scored another, uh, you know, never won another match um, after I want to say maybe after two twenty, maybe or even heavyweight. Goodness. So you have you have Benville that's on top of things, uh, and you're saying pretty much they're they're on top as far as the state goes. What what about the rest of us up here in Northwest Arkansas? What, what do we look like as far as uh, can we compete with Bentonville? Or are we going to have the opportunity to maybe go down and knock them off uh, once we get to state? Um, you know, anything anything's always possible. I, I'm not going to say that they're they can't be beat because uh, we we've seen we've seen great teams that look like they were destined to win and. They, they they falter there at the end and, and do get beat. Uh, it, it's going to take someone's A game to, to to travel to Little Rock here in two weeks to um, to really compete and really wrestle well and and um and get as many bonus points as possible. And and I know we talked a little bit about bonus points last time in, in individual tournaments. And your bonus points are are if you get a pin, you get extra points. If you win by a certain amount of points, you get extra points as well. So, coach, whenever you uh, when it, when you start going through your your lineup, and I know what you told us the first time, uh, who, who's who's really who's really been the leader for you, coach? Um, I've got a couple guys in mind. My my one forty five is probably one, one of my my leaders. Um, a little sophomore, um, Hunter Reynolds. He's uh, um, he com- he comes to work every day. He battles, and, and he's not so much as a vocal as he is. Um, he 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 does everything that that is asked and and does everything right. Um, you know he he's uh he's probably not the, he's not the strongest one out on the mat, but when I send him out on the mat, I can almost guarantee every time that he's not going to get pinned, whether he if he loses. Um, so he he comes to work every day, just battles and 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 just leads by example by by his actions. 
um, on the mat and off the mat. Um, great, great student also in the classroom. Um, doesn't accept, has exceptional grades, uh, one of the top in his class. Um, so I, I can't say enough good things about um, the, the type of character and leader that, that he brings to this team. So, Coach, you got you got conference this week, and then state, and, and I don't I don't want to I don't want to push you too far ahead. But after after the state tournament, what what do you do in your program? I mean, what do you automatically just go start off season, or or what do you do? We usually give them a couple weeks off, maybe maybe until spring break. Um, you know, a, a lot of times after the state tournament, I've had guys in the past. Have we end our end our season on Saturday and Monday? They're ready to get back on the mat to to get better for the next season. Um, but what what we typically do is we transition to what is called freestyle and Greco season, which is the Olympic style of wrestling, and we and it and we compete in that. It, and that's governed by USA Wrestling um, nationwide. So it's not a school affiliation. It's not a state affiliation. It's uh, it's governed by USA uh, USA Wrestling. So it's more like a like a club wrestling. Yes, like a club. Okay, yeah. and you still yeah, do all, that. All you, st- you still do that out of out of the out of Harbor Gym there. We do. We yeah, do. Okay. Um, we we uh, typically we'll we'll do it um, something like six to eight in the evening, where it doesn't take up the school time, and, and that, that that way. Um, we can use our, our school athletic hour to really focus on our folk style, focus on our weight room. And folk style is, is, is the style that we wrestle now in high school, right now during, during our season, um, and focus on the weight room. And, and freestyle, we kind of make that optional. If, if they want to get better and, and learn, you can come six, from six to eight, two days a week, and, uh, and there's competitions um, near round in Oklahoma, Missouri, and we're actually uh, going to host a, a freestyle tournament here at Harbor um, the last Saturday of March. Okay. Coach, is there is there a noticeable difference between I, – I, I think you said that you're, you're wrestling folk style now versus, versus freestyle or Greco style. Is there a noticeable difference that, that can be visibly seen to a spectator? Um, I, I, yes, um, Points are, points are scored a little bit different. That they can be a little bit faster in in freestyle. Okay. Um, yeah. That, that and they they really focused on just being on their feet rather than down the mat. It, if you're on the mat wrestling, you might have anywhere between ten to fifteen seconds to turn a guy. If you don't turn them, they bring you back up to your feet. Gotcha. And and then and then Greco is. All upper body, you can't, you cannot attack legs uh, whatsoever. So everything is throws or or some arm drags, and so you, you can see some nice nice little uh, um, nice little throws from feet to back. Well, Coach, I'll tell you this: after the last time that we spoke with you, and you definitely educated us, but we had so many comments uh, that you know people didn't understand a lot about high school wrestling. And uh, you know, and then of course we go and we had the opportunity to uh, to watch your program wrestle. Uh, you know, impressed by the facilities, impressed by your kids, uh, impressed by the way that you coach. But we can't thank you enough for coming on here and promoting this. I know your girls uh, are going to be at the Jack Stevens Center. Uh, you know, what is that? February twentieth. February twentieth, uh, week from Wednesday. Yeah, and the boys on the twenty first. And uh, you know. Coach, I, I tell you what, once again, we appreciate you coming on and talking about wrestling. Uh, Ox, you got anything else you want to talk to Coach West about? This 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 Saturday? This Saturday at Bentonville, correct? Yes, sir. At 9, is that what you said? 9.30. 9.30 at Bentonville. So, folks in northwest at- Arkansas can, can go catch some high school uh, wrestling, the conference conference tournament. So, um, Coach, you got anything else you want to add? Uh, I think you said Bentonville. It's going to be at Bentonville West. Bentonville, Bentonville West. West. Okay, I'm sorry. So Bentonville yes. West this Saturday at 9:30, and then like Coach Osner said, the state the state meet next week. So, Coach, we sure appreciate you coming on, and I can't tell you uh, enough how uh, how much we enjoyed our time up there watching. We actually went up on the uh, upstairs there and walked around where we could stand right above your your bench area, I guess you could say, and uh, watch watch from there. And we had a great time. So uh, I want to awesome. thank you for that. So yes, sir. Thank you, guys. All right. Well, 
Rondine, nothing else? Nope. All, all right. All right, everybody. Well, hey, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. And we'll be right back with the Oxidon Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week, and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Everyone knows that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so if you're in need of a jump start to your day, swing on by Bradley's Donuts at 56 Yukon Way, Suite Number 6 in Farmington. Bradley's is open Monday through Thursday from 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. and Friday through Sunday from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. At Bradley's, we have all that you can want from donuts, kolaches, breakfast sandwiches and burritos, to coffee, smoothies, sodas, and much more. Swing on by Bradley's Donuts for your breakfast or midday snack needs and let them know that the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, everybody, I want to welcome everybody back to the Ox and Oz Show. I'm Jeff Oxford, joined by my good buddy, Coach Randy Oz's Coach, guess who I got on the line now? I know we've talked about this for a few weeks, trying to get this guy on here and then, you know, this is, this is an exciting time for the podcast. I mean, this guy knows Northwest Arkansas sports. Hey, Coach, we high school sports is our deal. That's what we want to do. This guy is a he, he is a true high school supporter, writes great things about high school uh, games, high school athletes in Northwest Arkansas. Coach, I got Rick Fires on the line right now. Hey, Rick, how you doing tonight? Hey, man, I'm great, man. What a way to spend a drizzly, uh, rainy night in northwest Arkansas. The wife and I just got through having some uh, fried Spam little macaroni and mayonnaise. <laughs> She's asking me to clean the dishes. I said, hell no, I got to talk to Oz and Ox. <laughs> hey, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, Rick, we, we had a segment earlier tonight, the introduction of this, and I said something. They were talking about what a great day it was, and I said, you know, boys, we're trying to get outside to practice right now, and all you get is rain, fog, drizzle, cold, and they called me negative. And here you come on here talking about that. I'm all for you. You spun that into a real positive right That's there. what I'm talking about, Coach. <laughs> See <laughs> See how positive Rick was, and then here you, Mister Negativity. Oh, here we go. Hey, hey, Rick. I, you know, and, and if you would take a second, I've I've known you through the years of you covering sports in Northwest Arkansas. If you could just just real briefly, kind of give us your background. Okay, I uh, man, I've been doing this uh, thirty five years now. Two weeks after I graduated from Arkansas State, I started a job down in Newport. I've been to Blyville. I've been to Fort Smith. I've been to Pine Bluff. I survived Pine Bluff, Arkansas, guys. And, <laughs> and then I, I come up to northwest Arkansas. I said, you know what? I'm going to make this a little pit stop. And, you know, I had aspirations. I want to go to Kansas City or Nashville or something. And I got up here, and I said, I ain't leaving. I mean, I love this area, and I love the high school kids. Uh, uh, at one time, I said, you know, I want to – do the St. Louis Cardinals travel with them and all that? Maybe do some college, but uh, the more I got involved in high school sports, I love the kids. I love they play for the community, they play for their teammates, they play for themselves. So uh, this is a great time of year for me because I'm I'm ready for postseason playing basketball. So so Rick, 
remind me when we get in get done here i want you to tell everybody how they can find you on twitter because whenever i'm at a game on tuesday or friday and if i see that you're not at my game i always follow you on twitter and i'm getting good updates from from all all over northwest arkansas so we'll do that at the end of this segment okay okay and uh now jumping right into that every tuesday and every friday night i know you're in a gym somewhere and so as you think about that Tell us, tell us about some of the some of the kids you've seen play this year in Northwest Arkansas that you just kind of sat back and said, you know what, that's that's a special player. I tell you what, I got to start with the girls, Coach. I mean, I am always uh, impressed with the girls athletes in state of Arkansas, whether it be softball, basketball. They've come so far. Hey, I'm old enough. I remember that five and five when they didn't think the girls could even get across court, and now they're going up and down and uh, jump shooting, stop and shoot, and uh, I got to go with Northside. Um, like I, uh, like uh, you guys have mentioned, I, I cover a lot of games, different areas. But, man, them Northside girls, I was down there two weeks ago, and they got that, uh, uh, oh, uh, the, the big girl, uh, Jersey, Wolfenbarger. She's a junior. Everybody in the country is after her. But she, get, she gets in foul trouble, and they got – Six or seven more that come off the bench. So Ricky Smith down there at Fort Smith Northside, they've really got it going good down there. Um, you know, Farmington girls, I love the Farmington girls. I mean, every night it could be uh, somebody else, a Van Zant or uh, Kersey or uh, Trinity Johnson. I really like, I don't know, you know, still 4A is uh, coming up, and I know Batesville is really good over there, but uh, I enjoy them, Greenwood girls. Uh, of course, the Harrison girls. Uh, so, man, I'm just really partial right now to girls basketball in this area. Now, Little Rock, they're going to dominate the boys. They have. I mean, they, I mean, they're explosive down there. But the girls, I'm really impressed with the girls. That, that's what I've been focusing on most lately. So you were, you were talking about, you know, how talented they are there in the central part of the state. I mean, uh, we, we just talked a little bit about Rogers High boys basketball. Have you seen them play yet this year? Yes, I've seen them play. And, uh, you know, they've beaten Fayetteville High twice. You know, you go with the um, – you're talking about guys I'm impressed with. Hey, that Tamari Relaford, 6'6", junior at Fayetteville High School, that guy's a man. Hey, if I'm, at a st- if I'm walking in an alley somewhere, I want that guy with me right there. <laughs> That guy is a hoss. But Rogers is beating them, and they're so well coached. The, and, you know, uh, you guys have been up here as long as I have, and Rogers really uh, has struggled in, in a lot of sports outside, I guess, uh, cross country. But uh, uh, they've really got a team this year, so really impressed with Rogers. I don't know how far they go in the 6A state tournament, but they're they're uh, battling uh, Springdale Harbor. And you're talking about Springdale Harbor. Um, the Lawson Jenkins, it'd be in the paper tomorrow. He's our boys player of the week. He had an exceptional week last week. Uh, not only made the game winning free throw, he hit five in a row to beat oh my Bentonville. Goodness. And I, how, how many times can you, I mean, I would have passed out if they told me go to the line and make five straight free throws. I couldn't have done it. Even the veteran coach, Deffin Ball, he said not, he said he's been coaching a lot of years. Not many guys under that pressure and it was on the road at Bentonville. So what a, and he just shrugs it off. He said, yeah, another night in the gym. So uh, that was uh, very impressive. So, Coach, <clears throat> like you, I, I'm. these guys make fun of me, but I'm kind of partial to the girls' game too. I think I always say that's basketball at its purest, you know. Yep. And uh, so I'm, I'm right there with you. So I have seen Bentonville girls play. Coach Oz has seen Bentonville girls play, <clears throat> you know. So when you look at, the schools up here in northwest Arkansas, and there's a lot of girls' talent up here too. We talk about Federal and, and what they got. They just happen to have two two girls on their team that is, you know, nationally nationally yes. ranked in recruiting. Yes, that's um, Corey Beck's daughter. She signed with uh, Memphis, and of course Sasha Goforth, who by the way is going to be the only person from Arkansas playing in McDonald's uh, that All American Classic they have every year. And she's going to Oregon State. How she ended up on Oregon State, I don't know. But that's where she's headed. And to have two big-time players like that, and they got some other good parts too. Uh, but um, I don't know if they have the depth of you know, some of the other teams. And uh, like I said, uh, Farmington Girls has one of the you know, better depths of teams. Of course, you know, in 4A, I don't know, maybe you know, Little Rock Central or something like that. I don't know who the best 
6A team is, but uh, you guys really got a, a good girls team over there to watch in, in basketball and softball. Now, I know Randy, he, he's eager to get out there. Oh, I know. He's he's driving me crazy, Rick. Driving me <laughs> Rick, crazy. Rick just rains every day. I mean, I said something about living in Seattle a while ago, and these guys looked at me funny, but that's what it seems like here lately. Hey, I will tell well, you this. You guys, go ahead. You guys, you guys built that new uh, indoor facility. You, you can go over there and they say, hey, I've been to state championship. I've won state championship. You can push everybody out of the way and just take over well, there. No, he got no pool here, Rick. <laughs> he got no pool at all. Oh, okay. We, we have our own indoor over there for baseball and softball, and I'll tell you this, you know, that sports, it, it's, it's, it's made to play outside. And, you know, you get, you get in there and you, and you play on the turf and everything else, and, you know, about two or three days of that, and even the kids are saying, okay, coach, we need to be out, outdoors. But, uh, hey, uh, Absolutely. I want to almost – you do some of the greatest features – for the Demo Gazette, and, uh, you know, I, I get the opportunity. I'm one of those old-timers that, you know, still want to read the paper. I want to get the paper on my front porch every morning and, and sit in here at the at the table and read it. Tell us about some of the features you've done in the past and maybe some of them that you, you feel best about. Well, we just uh, we have a staff meeting every week, and we just kind of go around, you know, who, who deserving. You just don't want to, you know, uh, just pick somebody out or just do the uh, same school over and over. But, uh um, all over. We did one on Shiley, uh, the girl from Graff, the basketball player. She's an exceptional player. And this week, uh, I'm going to be working on uh, 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 Braden uh, Ross down there at, uh, at uh, where is he from? Charleston. He is a four-sport athlete, Randy. You know, a lot of kids, uh, I guess, you know, of course, I don't think you do, but a lot of coaches want them to concentrate on one sport, stay in the gym all year round, or concentrate on one. But, uh, Braden Ross plays four different sports at his high school, which I think is fantastic. He plays for himself, his family, his community, and I look forward to meeting with him this week, and I'm going to have a big feature on it on him this weekend well, that's awesome yeah that's one thing and more and more you're finding more coaches who you know are, are totally against this single sports stuff and and to have a young man like that that you know plays almost phenomenal we try to get all of our kids to go play volleyball try to play basketball whatever it may be and, and especially everybody says well you're getting you're becoming a bigger school it doesn't matter if you're a 6a school or as ox says these 7a schools you need to make sure that you know hey all the athletes are playing the games they want to. And by the way, uh, you know, all these sports, it's about the kids anyway. And if they want to go play two or three or four sports, God bless them, let's get after it. But this is this is awesome. So what all the sports are that he plays? He plays football. He's a quarterback in uh, uh, football. In basketball, I guess he's either the shooting guard or point guard. And he also, he's going to uh, go to college, Rich Mountain, to play baseball. Yeah, it's a He also plays on the golf team. And oh, I didn't wow. know Charleston had a golf team. Well, let me tell you, you know, trying to play golf and trying to play football at the same time, uh, that's tough. That's very tough. Especially being the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, that's, I mean. That's time away from football uh, practice. and All the meetings yeah. he's involved in and everything else, that's phenomenal. Now, they told me, I don't maybe he doesn't, you know, do it all the time, go on all their, uh, you know, uh, road events or something. But I do know I covered Arkansas baseball. There was my beat for 15 years. And I know Dave Van Horn, he always talked to me. He said, we want, we want athletes. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, secondary is a uh, – he said, we can teach them how to field a ground ball or uh, throw from deep in the hole at shortstop. Uh, but they want athletes. And I think a lot of college uh, coaches – want that as well there's no doubt now are you <clears throat> coach Audness, you going to disagree with coach van horn no not at all uh-huh. not at all oh so you agree with him he he earned your respect no there's no doubt he's earned my oh, respect okay. all right, <laughs> i'll be there this okay. weekend watching him play i guarantee you hey hey rick uh, yes you know i'm I, I know i'm getting old i graduated high school as coach charlie berry said last last week in the year 1986 Think about wow. think about the time that you've been covering basketball, and how much it's changed. The game's changed since, since from then to now. Hey, I'm I'm almost ashamed to say, but when I started in '84 covering over at the Blyville Courier, I would do previews on the boys. I would do follow-ups on the boys. I do the game stories on the boys, and probably do about three graphs on the girls, like. And other news, yeah, give me a couple stats and everything. We didn't hardly put any emphasis on the girls. But over the years, I mean, these girls deserve um, their showcase. You know, uh, there's still some schools. There used to be 
when the boys would play junior high and senior high, like on Tuesdays and Fridays, the girls would have to play on Monday and Thursday. But, you know, for get some of the people out to see some girls basketball, they started playing girls uh, varsity before boys. And I think that has worked out tremendously. Because, hey, if you go to Farmington High School uh, game, you, you're going to want to be there to watch these girls play. And, you know, of course, watch a Bose team, too, which – by the way, I'm so looking forward to you guys seeing you guys over there at that beautiful arena for the 4A state over there. That's going to be tremendous. I hope I get that assignment. Well, we're we're I tell you what, we're excited, Rick. We're very excited to to uh, host that and and kind of show people what we have to offer there. You know, on, on our yeah. campus. As soon as you walk in that gym, you see all that red and that cardinal on the uh, on the court, and I said, that's a. I, I've seen a lot of good state tournaments. Of course, Alma got a beautiful gym. Greenwood down there, but uh, I'm, I'm loving this Farmington Cardinal Arena. Yeah, we, we appreciate that. So, Coach, here, here's one of my last questions for you. As you travel around northwest Arkansas, which school you think has the best student section? Let's see. Somebody, oh, let me see. Um, I know it's not Harbor. They're not very favorable. Can, favorable can be. I'm drawing a blank. I know uh, Farmington's pretty good. Uh, maybe Alma. Uh, neither one of the Bentonville teams. Uh, I can't really say. I mean, I'm, I'm kind. I see them across the way, but I'm kind of really involved in watching the games and keeping up with uh, everything. But uh, I said I've seen Fable when they were playing. Fable played uh, uh, Springdale Harbor the other day, and that's there was just like a state tournament game, and a Fable student section came out. So, but uh, they got a they got a really good one. So right off the top of my head, I'm gonna say Fayetteville was one of the better ones. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I've seen a couple of games, a couple of games at Fayetteville, and those those kids they have a great time. So, yep, Coach Osnes. Yeah, I tell you what, I mean, I've had the, uh, the pleasure. You know, Rick's interviewed us many times over Farmington. This is a lot of fun. You know, pretty much just kind of interviewing you. Uh, you. Some of the favorite moments you've had so far this year, whether it be football, whether it be basketball. Uh, you know, you talked about the young man hitting the five free throws the other night. Uh, some other things that you've seen just phenomenal-wise athletically and maybe mention some more names. I mean, that's one thing we talked about. This podcast is all about the kids uh, within these programs. What have you seen that just pretty much blown you away this year? Well, I really like uh, a north side. I, I guess I love that old Condart Arena. They're building a new facility down there. But some of, even, you know, I'm old school like you guys. I don't even mind going to Huntsville. I like that old gym up there, <laughs> up at that crow, crow's nest. You have to climb up there and fight through 83 people to get there. And you can be, you know, you might run into a referee on the court if he runs into the fans. I swear, I swear, uh, them big old fans up there looks to me like uh, beer kegs right there when they got that <laughs> old silver right there on each corner. That's what I thought it was when I first got the man. We're going to have a party after this. Oh, but, uh, Coach Barry's going to be calling us tomorrow, boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I love that guy. You know, when I see him, I see him over at y'all's place all the time. And, man, uh, what a, a, a great legacy he's he's left over there. And I'm glad to uh, see he still gets out. But uh, I got to start with Jalen Williams, man. Uh, of course, he's a big gift for the Razorbacks, 6'10". He's cut his hair. Uh, he's really looking good uh, as a senior for Northside. I don't know if they can repeat, but like they told me the other day, he said, um, hey, nobody thought we'd win state championship either after finishing fourth in conference. That's one good thing. It don't make, make it, uh, damn, what your record is now because it all sorts out. You know, you got to win district, regional, state. So uh, you can you can win a state championship with seven, eight losses, but uh, Jalen Williams is a, is a big player down there. Of course, uh, Lawson Jenkins, man, I like how he plays. He's not real uh, too cocky. He, he'll do a three-point thing and, and kind of keep it down there by his side. But he is a clutch player. Uh, Rogers got some good players. Of course, uh, Bentonville uh, for the girls' side. Dowda, that five. Or what is No, she's six foot four. She's rated like one of the uh, big girls in uh, the nation. So I always enjoy it when I go to Bentonville and see her play. And I'm telling you, Mike Neighbors at Arkansas, he's going to get this turned around. Arkansas has got too many good female athletes in this state uh, i know a lot of them are going to central missouri right now that's that's great you know go wherever you can play wherever you can get education but i look 
forward to seeing Mike Neighbors wrap up some of this in-state talent again. Well, as I tell you what, we, we all are on the same page. We, we think Mike is something else. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, he's got those Arkansas roots, and we're just glad to have him back here at home. I tell you what, man, he can give us talk, too. I mean, uh, hell, he wanted me to put on a, uh, uh, shorts and get out there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I think the girls really relate to him. He's a good public speaker, and obviously he knows basketball. And so I'm look. I've, I've covered game, Arkansas women's game in the past where you're over there in the, at Bud Walton Arena, 18,000 seats, and there might be 200 people there giving away free pizza. That's the highlight. But I think those days are starting to change. I think there's some real enthusiasm over there. Uh, Rick, I think you're right. And, you know, I've been telling people all year that this may be the most talented from top to bottom in, in girls basketball. This may be the most talented year uh, that I've seen in a long time uh, just across the state. And, of course, you know, like uh, uh, Christy um, uh, that's up there at UConn, if you got an opportunity to go to UConn, go. But, hey, if UConn or Notre Dame's not calling, man, you need to go to University of Arkansas because uh, the, the girls' basketball is tremendously they, – they've come a long way. Yeah. Coach Osnes? Well, as I tell you what, Rick, I, I, we can't thank you enough for coming on here. I, I know you're you're busy on a daily basis and writing those stories and, and, and traveling uh, all over the northwest Arkansas area to watch basketball, football, baseball, whatever it may be. Uh, just thank you so much for coming on and talking high school sports with us. So, so Rick, for, for all the people that listen, could you please tell us or tell them what your Twitter address is so, uh, so they can be like me and follow you and catch up on high school sports on Tuesdays and Fridays? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're interested in some game, I don't know where I'll be. I think I got Fable, and then oh, I got Charleston Elkins on Friday. If you're interested in something like that, it's Rick at nwadg.com, and um, um, you know you can follow me there or NWA Rick. Uh, that's my Twitter handle, and and uh, I'll be out there somewhere. And if, if there's a game that you guys are interested. Just give me a follower, give me a holler. Well, Rick, we sure appreciate it. I, I I always look forward to seeing you in the gym or even in the press box at a at a football game. I I I, actually, I I love talking sports with you, man. You you keep it real and tell it how it is, and I appreciate that. Well, we're all in the same boat. You guys do it for the kids. We do it for the kids, and um, and that's what it's all about. Just a little uh, positive feedback on them. Give them a little uh, coverage. You know, I'm not into recruiting and all that, but, you know, kids get out there and do something. We want to let uh, the people know about it. That's right. Rick, we sure appreciate it, my friend. You have a great day. Okay, you guys holler at me some other time. We'll do it. All right. And we'll be right back with the Oxnard Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Everyone knows that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So if you're in need of a jump start to your day, swing on by Bradley's Donuts at 56 Yukon Way, suite number six in Farmington. Bradley's is open Monday through Thursday from 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. and Friday through Sunday from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. At Bradley's, we have all that you can want from donuts, kolaches, breakfast sandwiches and burritos to coffee, smoothies, sodas, and much more. Swing on by Bradley's Donuts for your breakfast or midday snack needs and let them know that the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. 
Located at 56 Yukon Way, right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9, and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week, and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. All right, everybody, I want to welcome everybody back, Ox and Oz Show. Before we get into the topic of the night, I want to remind everybody, keep sending your emails. That's oxandoz, O-X-A-N-D-O-Z at gmail.com. And uh, Brian Dean, before we do this, man, I, I want to take a minute. I want to thank our sponsors, man. Yeah, absolutely. They, you know, they're the ones that make this possible. We get to come in here and have fun, Coach. We get to come talk about high school sports. We get to talk to uh, coaches around Northwest Arkansas. We get to talk to former coaches, Hall of Fame coaches like Coach Barry last week. Uh, talk to Coach Neighbors earlier earlier uh, in the podcast series. And we get to have a good time, but it's the sponsors that, that really make it happen. They take care of us. They do. And, and Brian does a great job with the sponsors that we have and does a great job editing this podcast. But, uh, hey, tell us about those sponsors, Brian. Well, we've got the uh, Ozark Sportsman, Sportsman Supply out in Tawny Town with Ashley Archer and Company. If you need hats or windbreakers or what have you, gun supplies, hunting supplies, they've got them all out at Ozark Sportsman Supply in Tawny Town. And then uh, Simple Simon's Pizza, uh, Aaron Hill and the boys are, got it on tap with their, uh, their buffets. And then, boys, got something new for you. Hey, what we got, man? We got breakfast, lunch, and dinner covered because Bradley's Donuts has joined on board with the Ox and Oz podcast. So if you need some, oh, need some get up in the morning, oh. they've got donuts, breakfast burritos, breakfast sandwiches, you had croissants. Me at donuts, man. You had me at donuts. You didn't need to say no more. They even have biscuits and gravy. You had me at donuts. And chocolate gravy. <laughs> Coffee yes. and smoothies as well. So swing on by, see Julie and company. And no matter which one you go to, heck. Let's be honest. Go to all three and tell them hey and tell them the Ox and Oz podcast. Coach, Coach, here's the deal. People look at me, and I know they think, now, I know that dude's never ate a donut in his life. <laughs> they look at me, and they say, body by donut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Glad to have these folks on board, and we appreciate them. They are the reason why we get to do what we do, and, and we can't thank you guys enough. That's, that's right. So if you, when you visit these places, tell them you heard about them. Uh, from an ox and oz and and we appreciate that so coach it is that time of night let's move into the controversial topic okay so i'm gonna throw this out there and i know everybody gets on me for being old school and and yeah the gray hair kind of gives it away but i'm watching lsu play the other day and you know i played in the late 70s early 80s so you were the larry bird we had short yes sir Yes, shorts sir. On. Yes, sir. We did, and we even we even mismatched. I mean, we would have the white shorts with the red shirts at times, red right. you know tops, and and all that kind of good stuff. But I'm watching LSU play, and those boys are rolling them up. I mean, up and under, front and back, you know. And and the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm watching this game, I'm thinking, Ox. Jeff Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> why are you, why are you playing college me? ball? And they're, you're a big old boy. You know, what do you think about this? If You know, because you kind of played back in the era when the shorts were down past the knees. Well, that's when, – when I come – my freshman year in college, you were starting – you know, that was when it was starting to the, to stretch a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, but in high school, Coach, I wore the same uniforms y'all had. <laughs> I'm serious, Coach. The, the uniforms I wore my junior year in high school was the exact same uniforms that your class had – you know, you you mm-hmm. you graduated when I was a freshman, and uh, I know you're supposed to graduate like four years before that, <laughs> but you didn't quite make the the grades to get out, so it ended up in 1983. You want to know why your shorts were like his, though? Why is that? Because they gave you his shorts and <laughs> That's what was, yeah. No, they wasn't. <laughs> go, go, go from five <laughs> nine, five ten to six nine, six ten. Exactly. Shorts I got, I got Donnie Edwards' shorts because he was number twelve. That's true. <laughs> but, that uh, is true. But anyway. 
so they started progressing. But coach, when those shorts really got long, got long was when Michigan signed the five, the Fab Five. All right. Yes, that's that, true. That's that's the ones that where you saw them starting to hang down to their knees. Yep. But coach, it drives me crazy. So why 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 is it? I haven't talked to any of the kids about it. Uh, and and you guys, this is the first time I've kind of brought it up. In fact, I said something to Liz about it the other day, and she just kind of shook her head and went on. I don't think she's really paying attention, but. I was at a fundraiser this weekend and had a picture of my buddy Chad Parrish and just messing with him. And, and they had kind of doctored this picture a little bit, and the shorts were short. And we were giving him a hard time about having Neapolitan thighs. You know, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> well, that's what we're kind of getting here, boys. And I don't understand. What is it that now all of a sudden the, these guys want to wear the short shorts? I, I mean, maybe they can shoot us an email and say, hey, Ox, Oz, here, here's what we're doing. Here's why we're doing it. But the thing that I was getting at when we were talking about this earlier there's restrictions and requirements in high school on how you wear your uniform. The things that you can't wear, jewelry, so on and so on. But like in football, you got to pull that jersey down. Can't tuck it up underneath shoulder pads. You know, there, there's things you were even talking about earlier back in the day. Knees had to be covered by knee pads within the, within the pants. And now all of a sudden we're getting into basketball. Is there not a requirement? Am, am I just so old school that I think this should be done, or am I just is it just me? Coach, no, there, there is a requirement. So then why isn't the, why don't the officials step in and say, hey, you have to wear your uniform the way it's made? Now here's the next thing. Now I know I'm going to go up, and you guys can jump in here in just a second. But we're rolling them up and under, but they've always rolled them from the top. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're rolling them up and under and we're saying, okay, that's that's not the way the uniforms were, you know, was designed, you're saying the same thing about the waistband. Right. Well, in, in some, I mean, now they are rolling the waistbands. Down. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. In, They're doing it from both. I mean, you're doing the waistband. Yeah. You're doing the, you know. Yeah, and I can and tell you from from one from one aspect of it, I, I know, well, Cadence, for instance, she has to roll her waistband down. Because if she doesn't, the minute that she's taken off down the court, her drawers are going to fall off. So well, there's that. There's that, that string up. Well, that's exactly it, it, right. We have, and it still goes down because you can't get that. Okay, thing. so I'm just going to tell these guys out here now. All right, boys, I'm telling you, you guys that are doing this, that you're rolling them up and so on, I go back and look at the, my yearbooks, and I see me in those pictures with those short shorts. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Boys, Go ahead and let them hang <laughs> out like they're supposed to. I've got one in your book. No, we don't need to. Brian Dean. No, we're Brian, here's our, here's our, here is, that's what we're going to do, Brian. Oh, we're going to tweet goodness. out a picture. Oh, yes, gosh. Yes, it'll be a poll. Is this, no, is another this poll. Another poll. Coach Osnes, is this what we really want today's oh, athletes looking like? Do you want those shorts, shorts right there? Socially yeah. acceptable. Hey, basketball, so, so you basketball said you don't, don't like have it. as many rules, Coach, as football does as far as as uh, uniform. Here's the one rule that I know exists in basketball. If you're wearing if you're wearing your home whites, mm-hmm. your T-shirt underneath has to be white. Yep. Okay. Okay. If you're wearing your reds, your T-shirt has to be red. You can't be you can't be uh, in your home whites and have a red shirt or okay. black shirt. It's got to be the same color as your uniform. Doesn't matter if you're in high school, junior high, college. As a matter of fact, I, I seen that I seen that uh, exact rule in force yesterday at the Lady Razorback game. Uh, Arkansas was wearing the anthracite, the gray right. unis, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the girls, uh, Alexis Tolfrey, didn't have a gray T-shirt on, so they made her go change. They made her take that shirt off. So, um, you know, that's the one rule you have. It drives me nuts to see them roll to roll them up. So and why are they doing? It? I mean, you're around the college game more than any of us. Why? Well, why are they doing? Well, that? you know, Brian Dean says just said why his his daughter does it. I do not. I don't understand it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. You know, um, of course, every uniform I ever had had a drawstring on it, right? Where you could tie that thing. You you could tie it up tight now, but I don't. It almost gets to the point. You're old school. I'm old school. There comes a point to me that sometimes we're more worried about the way we look than the way we play. I agree with that. You know, hey, we used to throw them uniforms on, go out there, let's throw the ball up, and let's get after it. You throw them that football uniform on. We talked about, you know, used to be used to have to be tucked in. You know, I remember one time there, Coach, I think it was your junior year. It had been my eighth grade year. Uh, I think we got some new uniforms. And, you know, junior high, we was always excited because when the high school got new uniforms and the old uniforms went down to the junior <laughs> high. But, Coach, you remember some of them jerseys, you know, we'd have those half shirts. Right. You know, and so some of those, I can't remember where they got them. I don't know where they got them, but, you know, they, they wasn't real long uniforms. Right. But, uh, you know, it's 
I think it just carries out. It, it, and, and I don't mean this bad because I know kids are kids do what other kids do. Yep. But when you start looking, let's go back to football, Coach. When you start looking, somebody's got their uniform on. Now, all of a sudden, they've taken about an inch and a half little armband, and they've got one up here around their biceps, around the biceps yeah. and then one down here. They got them on their calves. You know, that ain't no sweat, man. What kind of sweat can you, can <laughs> you wipe on a quarter-inch man? And, Coach, here's what it is. They see the NFL players do it. They see that's the college right. players do it. So that's where it starts. Well, I mean, and you said it a while ago, we're more worried about what we look like than, you know, how we play. You know, God bless those LSU boys. They can play. You know, that, that's, a, that's a great bunch. And, well, they know, better be able to play by looking hit, like that, They coach. hit the boards and, and so on. But come on, boys. I mean, some of us now. High school wise, really? Yeah. Let, let me ask you this, Jeff. You you mentioned you know that if the shorts were too too loose on you or whatever, you had the drawstring, which they still have the drawstring. But I know for when I was in high school, the drawstring when it came when it came through, it was one drawstring, and then you had the two parts that came out to where you tied it. Just like it, a shoe, Brian. Just, <laughs> just like a shoe, right? But. Did, Nowadays, <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> I wish people, we need to video this. This is so good. The facial now, expressions of Jeff now, Oxford. Now, and nowadays, though, the drawstring is actually sewn into where the tag is, and when it comes around the front, it, it's it's still one piece. We're talking about shorts. So what are you talking about? You talking about you have to reach back behind you to no, tie no, 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 no. That no, is no, a mess no, up in order. I'm confused. I'm very okay. confused. So you know how when we were when we were in high school, you had the two par- two parts of the shoe str- of the string that came out of the front, right. and you tied it. Yeah. Well, you still tie them now in the front, but instead of having the two strings that came out of the front to tie, you have the two strings to tie that are sewn into where the tag is in the back of the pants. And then what you have coming out of the front is the bottom half of your shoelace where it's all one piece. And so you have to tie. You have to teach them people how to do a knot, man. Well, and here's here's what I... So I you're saying it's one it's, piece? It's one piece. Well, why don't yeah. you just cut it? Well... Try, hey, we ain't trying to get to the moon here. <laughs> <laughs> we just cut it. We ain't trying to get to the moon. We just, just want to wear a shorts right. Yeah, just better, cut it and tie it like shoestring. Ask, ask. I'm wondering why we're tucking the dadgum shorts underneath on the front yeah. and the back. Not, no, not why we're tying them up that way. Yeah. Ryan Dean, he's a fan of it. Oh. I can tell by no. He was talking about no, 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 no. I can tell about his argument here. We're not trying to get to the moon. We just want people to wear their shorts right. I want I want some kids to email us and tell us at Oxenaz. At gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Tell us why. Why Why do you do it? I mean, why do you, why do you roll them under? Is it just because you see the guys in, you know, in college wearing it that way? I haven't seen any NBA guys do it. Have you? I mean, they can't, can they? No. They have to show the NBA, NBA logo. That's right. I haven't seen any hog players do it. I don't think Musselman would allow it. I don't think he would uh, either. Yeah. Why can't we get back to the days, like, uh, uh, of Jerry Rice? This is how your uniform's to be worn. And then this is how you play on the field, and your uniform looks just like it's supposed to each and every play, each and every down. Jerry Rice was one of the best ones, in my opinion, to, to do that. When he strapped on that gear and put on that jersey, those pants, those socks, and those cleats, it was the way that it was supposed to be, and then he played that way. Of course, Jerry Rice played for the 49ers, so he was way overrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so – yeah, this is this is definitely a controversial topic. I mean, do as far as I mean, we always say this, and then we always say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna solve the world's problems. Do you just go in here and you just say, okay, boys, next year we are going to order the shorts that have like the seven inch inseam. I mean, that's what they oh, that's what the, that's what they are. Parents. You're gonna have some parents. That's what they are, coach. And when you roll them all the way up like oh. that. You're going to have some parents mad, man. Because, I mean, if the kids won't wear them that way, why don't you just buy them that way? Right. That makes sense. Uh, it's, you know, it's a fad. Things come and go. I'm telling you what, them, them LSU boys, they better be tough. No, there's no I doubt. Mean, uh, because dressing like that, you know you know when they go home. <laughs> when they go home, people are going to be talking about them, man. You can't, you can't dress like that and go back into your high school and walk in. You can't do that. I agree. I, 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 I mean, coach, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I mean, I tell you what. For those of y'all that hadn't seen the LSU guys in their shorty shorts, 
Brian Dean, I'll get you a photo of, Co- of Coach Osnes and, and his. <laughs> okay, so, so we're going to go there. Let's go one step farther, and we'll talk about this. The tights that they wear underneath their, their shorts. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've never understood that. But I know a lot of guys say, okay, it's the comfort, it's whatever it may be, so on. Okay, so if it's that, that if that's the deal, why do they cut one leg off? Yeah, well, let me let me explain on that one. Okay, uh, that's because right, that was now, another one I was going to hit up on when we started talking about the shorts. I'm, I'm pretty sure that a lot of them wear them just because. Okay. But they used to, uh, Coach, have you, like you get a, a hamstring, a sore hamstring. Mm-hmm. And they used to make a sleeve, kind of like an elbow sleeve, right. yeah, that, I've seen that those. would come up. Compression, uh, yes, mm-hmm. and it keep your it keep your your hamstring, it keep everything warm, right. you know. And so that's what those are originally made for. Well, some of them and, I knew that they had like not only just compression, but they had like little mini pads in them. It, that's mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. And, but but you look at some of them, they wear them, they go all the way down, halfway between their knees and and their their ankles, and they'll have knee pads too. Okay, you know. But the ones up on the thigh area, I understand. And, Coach, I'll tell you this. Uh, well, then why do they cut one leg off? Uh, Coach, I, it's, a, it's a statement. It's okay. a fad deal. Right. You know, right. it's, it's, it's why some people get haircuts the funny way. That's why, you know, I just shave mine off. There you go. You know, I That's why mine's it. white. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I haven't <laughs> colored it yet. So, I mean, I'm not going to. <laughs> but, I, mean, but, I, just, I just didn't know. Because I, I, I showed up that night that you were out of town, and we did a ball game together. Mm-hmm. And there was a young man that had the tights on, but one leg was, you know, he had a tight on the one leg. He did not have one on. It wasn't and, just and I, one man. It well, was multiple. Well, I mean, I, I saw that, and I asked you. I said, is he injured? I mean, is there a reason why that he had the one on, and he didn't know? And then I come to find out, it's like what you said. It's like, it's like a fad deal. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, that's just. Well, when you see those guys that's got the, the like, compression shorts that have the pads in them, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I totally understand that, Coach. And, and oh, I do too. You know, I, I understand that. Basketball, basketball now is a much more physical game than it was, you know. And so when you go in in the lane, uh, you know, go to blockouts, everybody, next time you're at a high school game, watch somebody whenever they shoot the ball inside inside the lane area. Let's say inside that eight-foot area for the short corner around. You watch the referee. The referees nowadays they're watching up where the shots taken. Nobody watches Much lower body. what's happening down around the waist, yeah. and it's the same way on rebounds. Mm-hmm. And you know I never wore them, but you get about halfway through your freshman and sophomore year in college, and your and your thighs are just black and blue. You know it's like playing football without no thigh pads. Yeah. So. Why anybody would do that? I have yeah, no idea. It, yeah. Oof. Anyway, all right, Coach. I know you're a big fan of the shorty shorts. <laughs> so. I'm telling you, I hope we get some emails on this. Uh, you know, whatever it may be, or shoot us something on Twitter, or whatever. Was that's uh, that's, that's something I, I just don't understand. Yeah. Let us know why. Hey, had a great time tonight, man. We had some great, great guests on. Uh, you know, esports. Uh, of course, Rick Fires. He fired all kinds of stuff at us from across uh, Northwest Arkansas in the central part of the state in basketball. Uh, and and, and uh, we we talk wrestling. Nico West, Nico West, come once on again. and talk wrestling with us. So, man, it's a great night. It was a good time, a really really good time. Got a lot of things hit upon, and then you know when we come back next week, uh, the conference tournaments in in 4A and below will have already been played. Moving on to regional, uh, you know the five and six A teams uh, will get just closer to uh, state. No, no, we finish uh, up conference play. Yeah, we finish up. And we start. Yeah, we okay, start junior high, I'm a week ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm a week yeah, ahead. Yeah, My bad. Yeah, so, yeah. Junior high tournaments in round two tonight. See, gosh almighty, we started talking about leggings with one leg cut out, shorts, and everything. <laughs> you lose all the shorts I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, guys, had a great time. Yep. Absolutely. All right. We will, we will see everybody next week. Remember, if you, if you, uh, if you visit our sponsors, please tell them that you heard about us. Uh, be sure to send us any emails, and y'all keep an eye out on Twitter for Coach Osnes and a picture of him in them shorty shorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, everybody have a good evening.